Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Chats with Blanche. Tonight's episode is very special and near and dear to my heart. It's a very honest, open conversation between myself, my mom, and my sister Renee, who is a cancer survivor. Um, I call it a story, but it's a true story, and it's a testimony of my sister Renee's strength, her spirituality, and her story of survival. So um, we pray that you take something positive away from our conversation. And once that conversation is done, you're going to hear um, a, a special poem that I'd like to recite um, on, in honor and dedication to my sister. And then you'll also hear a few moments of reflection from our mom. As always, thanks for listening to Chats with Blanche. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Michelle, a.k.a. Blanche, sitting here with the, our makeshift home version of the Blancher uh, Miller Breakfast Club. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I am joined on this episode um, by two of the strongest women I know, my mom and my sister, Renee. You ladies want to say, what's up? What's up? What's, what's up? up? <laughs> Thank you for the compliment. Of Thank course. You. So we're just sitting here doing what we do. Always have a good time just talking with our mom and um, venting and laughing and stuff like that. And um, we always talk about how we love the Breakfast Club. So like shout out to anybody who ever hears it. If you're on the Breakfast Club, uh, we definitely love, <laughs> especially my mom. Gosh, who, mom, who knew you love the Breakfast Club so much? I love right. the Breakfast Club and you can learn so much from them and I don't even, I'll be wanting to get up to go to the bathroom and I don't want to miss nothing. So I got I to gotta put it on pause and then I come back. I have enjoyed, I, I enjoyed the Breakfast Club when I got kind of introduced to the Breakfast Club during the pandemic. Yeah. 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 When you got in, you started watching YouTube. I, well, I YouTube. introduced Mama to YouTube one day. And it's been on and popping. Oh, man. I, 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 used to, I used to get so mad when I knew that those kids was on YouTube. What are y'all doing on YouTube? I used to say, Mom, it's not really, YouTube is not a bad I place. Didn't know. It's just, I didn't she know. She didn't know. And then she discovered yeah. it. And then The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. And then music videos. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Me and Tasha had a ball in the kitchen when we'd be in there cooking. <laughs> That is funny. And Lisa. Oh, Lisa. Oh, yeah, Me for sure. We had a good time when uh, Bruno Mars came out with uh, I'm going to leave the door open. Oh, yeah. Oh, Concert yeah. Central, when leave the door open comes on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And smoking out uh, the window. Smoking out the window. Well, clearly, we can see that this family over here loves music and, uh, and having a good time. So, on this episode, I wanted to talk about the strength of a woman. It's very befitting, right? Right now, it's it's um, Women's History Month or Win National Women's Month. Yesterday was International Women's Day and also Renee's birthday. Happy belated birthday, sis. Thank you. Thank you. Turn the big yes, birthday. yes, yes. Renee turned big the big, 54. big 54. We had a beautiful um, birthday dinner for we on did. Sunday, March yes. 6th. And it was blessed and grateful so nice. i'm so grateful so nice. yeah we did we we had a really good time and, yes 
um, just definitely glad to be able to celebrate though, you know, celebrate those moments. We've had two years of a pandemic that kept people apart, you know, that kept yes. you in silos and not wanting to put too many people together. So it just feels really good to be getting back to a place of normalcy. So, yes. you know, with that being said, this weekend, I told my sister and my mom that um, I wanted to have them as my guests this weekend um, talk about the strength of a woman. Because again, these are two of the strongest women that I know. And, you know, my sister and I growing up with my mom, she was a single mom. And that we had a lot of support from our family, you know, our grandfather, grandmother, our uncles and stuff like that. We are my mom's, her, her only children. So um, we definitely saw and grew up with, with a strong woman. And this weekend, um, I'm actually going to be speaking at a women's conference that um, one of my church members is hosting called I Didn't Know My Own Strength. So for anybody listening that's here in the Michigan area, you are welcome to register and purchase tickets on Eventbrite. And it is, um, again, it's called I Didn't Know My Own Strength. So again, I thought it would be very befitting, right? Just to talk about the strength of a woman during this awesome month where we get to celebrate women, just the, again, the strength of a, a woman. We endure so much, we overcome so much, but no matter what we're going through or what we're enduring, we push through it. Like whether you're a mom, grandmom, I'm an auntie, it's just something about the strength of a woman that just has to get up and get it done. So I thought this would be a, a great, definitely a great topic. Um, yes. In addition to that, um, my sister, I, I, I really want to spend a little time talking to my sister today because she has an awesome story to, to tell and to share um, with women who have battled cancer um, and quite candidly hear my sister kick cancer's ass. Like, uh, you know, my mom mm -hmm. and I, okay, that's a woo woo <laughs> moment. We, um, we watched her kick cancer. Like, that's the best way I can say it. And I think it's a um, an empowering story for women because a lot of times when you hear so-and-so has cancer, people go, oh, oh yeah. It's yeah. like almost like this death sentence or yeah. the in this yeah. um yeah. and and you and the emotion, like it just takes an emotional toll on you. And we automatically as people go right to the worst case scenarios, right? Right. So um and, and of course we probably were all guilty of that, but this was just a testament of God's grace, God's mercy, and just the, the fight that my sister has. So I'm going to stop talking and kind of um, get to, actually, I got some questions. I want to kind of open up and let my sister kind of share a little bit about herself um, before we get into some of those questions and, and conversation about um, her, her cancer diagnosis and her cancer remission. Praise God. Praise God. Um, and something that I like to do is a little bit of, um, I, I call it rapid fire, but with you, I knew so much about you because we're sisters. I couldn't really do what I really wanted to do. So <laughs> I will just let you tell a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, my name is Renee and I'm Michelle's older sister. Um, I'm the mother of three and I have three granddaughters as well. I just turned 54 yesterday by God's grace. And actually yesterday was mm -hmm. Women's Day for the month of March. And I've been working for the Postal Service for like 26 years now. Um, God wow. has been really good to me. Wow. I have no complaints, not even after going through cancer. I still don't have any complaints about the life that God has 
bless me with. And with that being said, um, I do want to just speak on the things that I experienced when the doctor told me that, Renee, you have cancer. He said, but guess what? We're going to beat this. And at first I had tears in my eyes, but then I had a smile on my face, which had, was tears of joy. Because I felt confident that this man knew exactly what he was saying and what he was going to be able to do for me. And he did that. And then he disappeared like an angel. Wow. Yeah, Dr. S. Wow. His name was Dr. Stackler. I don't know where wow. he is right now today. But wow. the man set the plan to save my life. And really? he did that. And just like an angel, he just disappeared for real. I, re I remember that. Wow. I remember sitting. I remember being there with you when he when he said that. And he was so confident, you know? Yeah. And, because, that, and that means a lot because you think about it. Like we just said, as soon as you hear those words, you instantly go to the worst, right? Like you, in, you instantly, your mind defaults to the sadness or the, the hearing that news. But to have somebody so encouraging yeah. to say, but it's okay, we going to beat this? Yeah, yeah. He, did. he yeah. did. And um, he told me that, you know, the first thing you're going to do is stay positive throughout this whole ordeal, through all your chemo sessions and your radiation treatments. I need you to stay positive. I need you to think positive thoughts because positivity creates positive cells in your body. Mm. So and true. I so, so want to thank Dr. S, as my mom used to call him, <laughs> for encouraging me with those words because all I could do throughout my whole days of taking myself to radiation when no one was able to just thinking that as long as I stay positive and I have positive people around me, which I did, and I thank my mom, my sister, my children, you know, and everybody who was there to support me, the positivity is what really pushed me through, you know, mm -hmm. to just get up the faith in God that I had built, you know, going to Triumph Church before this had even came about. I had Shout already built my faith in the Lord, and I knew that I can trust him that everything was going to be okay in the end. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't believe that she was driving herself. I know. I was I was waiting until she was finished to speak on that. Yeah, like, we, if we were... driving herself to, was it radiation or chemo? Well, sometimes both. Both. And I'm thinking, I'm like, she got, she got some, she got. I remember calling. That's all I can say sometimes. Yeah. She just got strength. Yeah. Strength of Job. Well, I, I mean, I will call sometime and when she would say, driving myself to so and so or, or on my way back, and I'm like, well, why didn't you say something? Like, you know, I could have tried to get the day off or we could have, you know, figured something out. And though we eventually started to do that and had plenty of those days, it was just still amazing. Of It, it was just like, well, sis, I, I had to. You know, I didn't want, you know how we are. We're independent and strong. They ain't want to bother nobody and I'm okay to do it. And I'm like, okay, well, if it comes to a point where you're not, yeah, let us know, sure. right? And, right? And and even before <laughs> then, hey, then we start, me and mama like, okay, we know what we're going to do. We're going to call. When's your next appointment? 
okay, yeah. we're going to work this out. Even had to get old Tinkerbell over there out of her comfort zone yeah. to drive. <laughs> and yeah, well. And guess what? It wasn't no problem. Once I knew where I was going, because I was familiar with the area, I mm-hmm. just needed to just go. Mm-hmm. And I just asked the Lord to go with me. I said, I got to go. I got to, you know, I got to go. I remember I used to stop at Taco Bell before I would come. I think you were doing, it was the chemo or radiation. Mm, probably both, because I had no, six you, weeks of chemo. Where you rung the bell at? Oh, that was right. That was chemo. Okay, and I would stop at um, Taco Bell and bring her a wrap. <laughs> and so I said, I got us some Taco Bell. I was, I was ready to eat. Mama going to find a reason to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> she would eat a little bit. I'll be sitting over there eating my Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. She would eat a little bit. It's just it was just being there. The, that was the gonna comfort, say the, the support. The support. Yes. That's what I was gonna say. It, it's like I'm hearing so many um, positive takeaways from just this part of the story already for people that are gonna listen. That the power of positivity, how it generates po- positive thinking, generates these positive cells in your body, right? Yes. yes. Um, the importance of of an, of a support system, right? Mm-hmm. And not being too bold or too proud or, too, or thinking you're bothering people to say, Hey, you mind driving me or whatever you, can you get the day off on this day? Because mm-hmm. even though she was able, it's nothing like the days. And I don't know, speaking from my perspective as a sister, maybe it was selfish of me to want to go so that I knew you weren't by yourself. Even if you were physically okay, right. it made me feel better as your sister to know that we were there. Yeah, you know, and that's so good yeah. about that, you know. Yeah. But mom called me one day and we were talking and um, she was like, well, Renee, I just need you to say this every day that I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. So every day before I would leave the house or go to radiation, I would say that prayer, you know, that I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me and I have I can do power. That's what my mom gave me, you know, mm-hmm. in the beginning. She told me that and I stood by that through six weeks of chemo and seven weeks of radiation where I could do it. You know, when she told me that and I started speaking that mm-hmm. into myself, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it and gave me the strength to get up and go do what I needed to do to save my life for my children, which I still have a son that's a teenager. My daughters are adults, but I have my three granddaughters also looking. You know, I have my mom, my sister, and although I love them being there to support me, you know, on the days when they did need to drive me, because some days I just wasn't able to do. You know, some days I got scared. And I would call mom and like, hey, I need to come stay with you guys for a couple of days because mm-hmm. I just feel like I might not wake up tomorrow. Yeah. And that kind of got to, to me, yeah. you know, that I really was going through something that could have took me away. And by God's grace yeah. and my family's support, I made it through, you know, yeah. without, a survivor. Them, yeah. without yeah. you all, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Wow, you know, I, uh, so I, I thank you for sharing that. And like, it's so like 
again, we when we talked about doing this, I asked my sister, was you okay? You cool? Like, I knew this could be um, emotional for us. Um, I knew that there would be some teary-eyed moments because it's real. Like, this is our... This is our life. This is what really happened. And when I heard my sister talk about those days where she would call and say she want to come over, I, some of this stuff I didn't know. I just knew maybe mom would say, you know, hey, Renee's going to come over and, you know, she's going to stay over and bring Antonio. And so we would kind of help with him. But that was something I was going to ask you was like, was there ever a time where your body felt like you just couldn't go on it? And hear you say that. Wow, that it really it literally brought tears to my eyes as we're sitting here. Yeah, um, so it kind of got like once I got like to that six week, mm-hmm. um, chemo was over because mm-hmm. I was going every Wednesday and I was going to radiation every day for five days a week mm-hmm. for seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, around when I got to like the beginning of the six week. I think I started getting dehydrated. Mm-hmm. I started having dreams about Miller D and Uncle Dwayne mm-hmm. being in the basement or Mark Twain. And it was kind of frightening me because I'm like, they would never ask me to go with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, well, why they ain't trying to take me with them, you know? Yeah. So that was kind of scaring me a little bit that maybe I need to go with my mom and my sister where I can be around somebody in case I get into these dreams or I have these moments where I feel like I'm not going to wake up. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was feeling the days that I came to be with you guys. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going through, you know, just feeling afraid that I wasn't going to wake up the next day. But you wow. never... That. That. I was gonna say. I think that's why it was really emotional for me to hear that because I didn't know that. I didn't know, and, that. and I don't that's know if we didn't. Felt. And I don't know if we didn't ask. Because remember, doctor said during the last few weeks it would get worse before it got better. Yeah, yeah. and that's when you right. like came over, and certain smells would bother you and everything. Yeah, and, yeah. And I saw Nate go through a rough time, and it scared me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Through all of this, through all of that, it's so important to open up. I don't care how you think it might sound or feel. Mm-hmm. Right. I think opening up and saying how you feel mm-hmm. lets somebody else know how you feel because we don't know how you feel unless you say, say something. something. Right. But Period. I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate to that because. You and I have never experienced that. We've never been diagnosed with cancer, gone through what Renee went through and felt that way. So I, I say that to say, maybe that's not something you even wanted, she wanted to speak. Maybe that wasn't even something that, that you want to say or or acknowledge. Maybe you're thinking it, maybe you're feeling yeah, it. I think but maybe, I... is, that, is that fair, Renee, that maybe that's something you didn't want to speak out to us? I don't know if I didn't want to scare you all or worry you all. I just know, I just felt in my spirit that just being here with you all, knowing that you all would be able to watch over me, Mm -hmm. that if something was to actually happen, Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't be alone. alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's powerful. That that's really powerful. Wow. And I um there's so much power in listening, right? Like I'm just sitting here and listening and taking all of that in, but it goes back to once again the having people around you that support. love you yeah. and yeah. to support yeah. you. Yes. And 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 understanding it's okay to like no one could say what they would do in that position. Right. No one can right. say how they would feel. No, no. If you haven't gone through that, you can't sit there and say, and I can't say, well, sis, why didn't you? I, I can't even bring myself to do it because I can't even imagine the, the feelings and the emotions that you must have been going through. I know as a sister on the sideline, how I felt. There were times I looked at you and thought, whoa, Lord, this is, it's not looking so hot, right? Like it, like things uh, you saw when they go from this this badass still throwing her baseball cap, going to pick the kids up from school, yeah, to being weeks. to being weak and not being able to do much, and then a little bit of discoloration. I think, and I, for me, it may have been a you may go through this, and people who are listening who may have experienced this with with other family members, you may go through a. Um, denial or or not wanting to accept those things right yeah and then i think yes. that's when because we're a spiritual family right all we do is Let's we pray. kick right into pray exactly. we kick right into prayer like yeah okay lord <laughs> i i know like, i i know what it looked like right but yeah. i know who you are and i know who she is yeah she's your yeah. child and and i know that your will will be done lord i know you a healer i know you've proven yourself to be a healer Yes. Heal my sister's body. Yeah, you know? he did that. And so that that's why as I when I saw your bounce back, like so fast forward, right? You yeah. went through that, you survived it. When you start when you start feeling that a shift, what did that what, what did it feel like? Did you just start feeling like getting up and going a little bit more? Well, I feel like I should have some music in the background for the comeback. I really just wanted to be normal again mm -hmm. you know like when we went to tonight's little um thing at the school and then we all went to roll oak to eat at the park when we was when i was oh. able to eat and oh, be yeah. able to taste corned beef it was one of the happiest moments i think for all of us because <laughs> y'all had seen me not be able to, to eat, eat. Mm -hmm. for weeks so yeah. for me to be able to finally get my taste back and found out that watermelon was helping me get my taste back and that uh, cinnamon applesauce was helping me get my desire Girl, you to tell your back. mama that everywhere she go. I got to give Renee some cinnamon applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I just felt like, okay, Lord, now it's, it's time for the comeback, you know. Yeah. It's time for me to regain my strength. It's time for me to regain my taste. Because for weeks, I couldn't taste anything. Like mom said, certain smells was bothering me, especially when the kids was doing hair in the house mm. and all that. It was like taking my breath away. And, mm. you know, they mm. wasn't understanding. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I, I was that. still trying to be normal and Still trying to live Still a normal fighting. life and fighting it. Yeah, with the smell I, of that grease seemed like that really. Yeah, the it. smell of them uh, no, frying, frying hair. hair. <laughs> <laughs> frying food. 
when you were here and yes. we had some, uh, uh, cooking some food with Greece and y'all was like, oh, that Greece is really bothering me. Yeah. Wow. It, I didn't know why, but then eventually it just was. To, then it started to lift. Yeah, it did. You know, and like I said, those that last week of um, radiation, the sixth week before the seventh week, mm-hmm. I ended up going into the hospital because I was dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And uh, my doctor, Dr. Uh, Durrani, mm-hmm. he said, you know, Renee, I was expecting you to go through this about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But now here it is, you are already six weeks in the radiation and you're just now going through this dehydration stage. Wow. He said a lot of my patients go through this way before you went through this. And that just shows me that your body is actually healing and getting better. So, you know, that, that kind of made me feel good a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like being in there. Because you weren't in the hospital a lot throughout this throughout that time. That no, I can just the six weeks. Mm-hmm. Of radiation. And where were you at when you went to the um, hospital? Where I went to Oakwood. You were at home. You drove yourself there, or did ambulance? Oh, you know, I think I had went to um, radiation that day, mm-hmm. and they shipped me over to afterward. Okay, yep. I'm, I remember. I'm starting to kind of remember because because you he saw I was having a difficult time at radiation that day. Yeah. Okay. And he said that. She's going into this dehydration stage. I need her at the ER right now. Mm-hmm. And they sent me over to ER for radiation. So, Renee, how long has it been now that you've been in? Um, so you went through this period. You you were, you were, it was, it was, hey, I got the news, but I'm still moving. I'm pushing. You went through chemo, radiation, got towards the end, got a little scary. Prayer kicked in even harder. God was a healer. You started bouncing back. Right. Um, Because I never stopped serving. Yeah, you you would even still serve at church. I never stopped serving. The guy that I know that was healing my body, I was just more determined to be at church more than anything Mm -hmm. during that time. And Mm -hmm. they received me. You know, the people that I had learned to grow as church family Mm -hmm. really had my back and treated me like I was still part of the usher women's usher team. And I did my thing and they allowed me to do so. And I was grateful for that, you know, that they allowed me to still come and try to serve. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't overprotecting of me or anything. They just let me be myself. And And that really helped me. Because I can imagine you don't, it's just like we talk about with Antonio, of wanting to feel normal when you're when you're sick when you have a a illness or something and just wanting to feel normal you you know what I mean and so um, I, I remember that so how long have you been in in remission? Uh, it'd be five years. Wow, in May five years. Yeah, wow. roughly around May seventeenth. Yeah, it'll be five years in remission. Um, I've just recently seen Dr. Durrani, I've seen Dr. Signori, I've seen Dr. Pinnock. Everybody has come back with a good report. Mm-hmm. They say once you reach that fifth year, we don't see no signs of the cancer coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep, they're going to keep monitoring me, yeah. you know, 
Yeah. And yeah, it's wow. been it's been uh, an ordeal. I, I feel like I feel like there's a round of applause hey. for that. That's why anybody anybody that'll hear me talk about my sister will hear me say would talk about her strength. I saw her strength in other ways as we grew up, right? Like my sister has always been a badass. If, if that's who would, if, if we going out in the hood, I'm her little sister. She taking me somewhere I probably shouldn't have been, but she's always been a badass. She's always been one who didn't take no stuff. Um, so I'd always seen that. I'd always seen her as a, a single mother work. She went to school. Remember you did culinary? Yeah. Um, like I've always seen those pieces of her. But I saw strength like I'd never seen before when she had this battle with cancer. And so I just, I know I say this to you privately all the time, but, you know, just on this podcast, I just want to say I love you. And I'm so inspired by your strength. Love you too, sis. And thank you. If it wasn't for you and mom just being there as a support team, not that, you know, the other family members weren't there, mm -hmm. but you and mom supported me the most, you know, when mm -hmm. I really didn't want to ask mm -hmm. for you all to go with me. You mm -hmm. all just jump right in and, hey, we going with you. Mm -hmm. You know, you ain't got to ask. We going with you because we need to see what's going on mm -hmm. and who these doctors are and yeah. what they're doing for you. Because we, we got a million questions. Right. And, and I, recall, I, re I recall one doctor's appointment where the doctor even mentioned five years or something like most people, or I can't, I can't remember exactly, but it was almost like this five-year mark being almost, that's the, that was almost the life expectancy or something of the average person with cancer. Um, but I just remember us saying, Thank you. no, we, we, we know that everything is in divine order yes. and that there's no, diagnosis, no prediction or anything that's going to determine when that day will come. That's going to be God's, God, decision. God's decision and God's will. And here we are almost five years later and I turn, my sister is turn up queen. So um, before <laughs> yeah, we, I've been living different. <laughs> I tell you. So before we um, wrap up, I just want to thank my family again, um, my sister for being here, my mom. Yes, thank all of for you for listening. Me. And whatever you're going through, keep praying, keep a support system near you, and don't be afraid to open up if you need help. Thanks for listening to Chats with Blanche. secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. But when I start to tell them they think I'm telling lies, I say it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. That's me. I walk into a room just as cool as you please. And to a man, the fellows stand or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, 
a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes and the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist and the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman, that's me. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun on my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say, it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palm of my hand, the need for my care. Cause I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. And this, as everyone knows, is the infamous Phenomenal Woman poem by the amazing Maya Angelou. journey regarding her, her cancer journey it did it did it touched my heart because I, I didn't know that really how she felt but after hearing her talk about it it really did touch my heart it just seemed like it brought us it brought me closer to her. We had tears. Um, wow. When she talked about when we went to Royal Oak and she started tasting food again. I mean, I could have just broke down, but I really was trying to just stay strong. And, and listening to her, I was like, and then I would take a deep breath and then she was saying she just wanted to become normal again. I was and every time she would say something, all all I could do was say, Wow. That was that was hard. Even when my mom had cancer and she passed the um, breast cancer, though I I didn't, I never really heard mom talk about it like that, you know, because she was, she wasn't a survivor to talk about it like when they talked about it, and it was just uh, an experience to sit here and listen to my daughter talk about her journey, and, and it just gave me more appreciation for, for people who have survived cancer and I see why they celebrate now with their t-shirts and Renee is in a group 
and they wear their pink and so when we did her party on Sunday for her birthday um I tried to kind of have everything that pink and white for her because I know she likes pink and it, it kind of reminded me of um they wear pink when they go to these different uh events for cancer survivors and I'm just so glad Renee survived and I'm, I'm glad she's here with us and and I'm just glad she was here to talk about it. And I'm glad her sister just thought enough to bring us together to talk about just supporting each other. We are family and we have to help each other. And I was telling my daughter, um, Shelly, we, we are stronger than we think. Because when your back is against the wall, when you backed up against a wall, you get strength. And if you ask God to give you strength, he'll give it to you. Because a lot of things, I, when I drove to radiation, I mean, I drove there, went to Taco Bell, and went and got food. And I'm telling you, God was with us. It was peaceful. And here we are today, five years later, talking about it. And I'm glad my daughter's survived it. And I'm glad she was here to talk about it tonight. And I thank you for listening. And I thank you, Michelle, for having me on the podcast so we can just talk about loving on each other and supporting each other. And if there's someone that you can support and help, do so. It brings pleasure to you. And thank you again, Michelle. Thank you.